Blog Talk Radio. Hello? Hello? Uh, you here? Hey, yes, I... Finally. Yeah, what happened there? I can't hear anything. The Mac has come back. Blog Talk Radio. Did, uh, did, was there yeah. silent, silent air? What happened there? There's a dead I, air. I heard, I heard you, but you couldn't hear me. Oh, that was weird. So, you, did you hear the intro and everything and what I was saying, or you? you uh, well, I heard the intro in the beginning, and then it just cut off. And then it was just silence. Yeah, I was talking. Oh. You, you couldn't hear me. Yeah. And then I heard you, I heard you like maybe a minute in, like you were like, hello, hello, hello. And I was like, man, we're having super Saiyan technical difficulties. I, I'm like, it's like watching Raw or SmackDown. I'm literally um, reviewing what what we just saw or, or noticed, <laughs> you know, because WWE loves to do that. <laughs> I guess if you blink, you know, you got to, they got to replay the same thing that just happened, you know a few seconds ago, which is the same exact thing that happened the week before that and the week before that and the week before that <laughs> and so forth and so forth. We'll, but we'll get into that when we talk, you know, wrestling and WWE later on in the show. But, uh, yeah, like I was saying, you know, I'm glad to have you on the show as always. Glad to be on as usual. And I'm glad to have you on again, ladies and gentlemen, uh, for this special Friday night episode titled... Red Dead Revolver, Kemba Walker, and Evan Fournier shooting for Nick's redemption. So this was going to be what we were going to lead off the show with, you know, um, our thoughts on the Knicks trying to redeem themselves 
from that embarrassing loss to the to the Atlanta Hawks um, this past season. Uh, yeah, we're we're thinking about we were gonna originally talk about this on the show, uh, but unfortunately, I'm gonna have to talk about what happened with the with the Mets. You know, getting the Thanos snap. You know, by the Phillies. Um, talk about we're gonna you know update you with the score with the ongoing Yankee game. Uh, versus the Mariners. Mac will give us the update on that as the show go along. Um, yeah, oh, yes, also Durant. He signed a four-year deal um, extension with the Nets. So anybody who had visions of him coming to the Knicks or opting out or going somewhere else to, to you know, win another title someplace else, man, yeah, you can wake up reality slapping you around the face. Durant is here to stay until another better team is, you know, in the NBA and then he'll just jump ship and take Kyrie along with him. But um, with that said, you know, we'll talk about that. We'll talk about WWE, WWE, um, NXT getting recent, um, you know, releases. And uh, anything else that's going on in the world of sports entertainment, Oh, yeah, we'll even talk the Olympics with uh, Simone Biles, um, you know, getting the medal after she overcame the twisties. So, um, you know, anything else you guys would love to talk about, you know, we're here for you. You know, we'd love to hear what you have to say. Um, yeah, but with that said, yeah, let, let, let's just dive right into the Mets, man. And, you know, I'm a passionate Mets fan, you know. I, I, you know, I call it how I see it, man. And I surprised you. I, I don't remember if this was last week or was it the week before that when I was like, "Boy, how these guys are playing!" You know, they're not gonna make it to the playoffs. They're gonna blow this division. And sure enough, in that span, they probably only won one game. You know, they're falling apart. The 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 Mets. You know, they got the Javi Baez trade um, at the deadline, got Trevor Williams as the only reliever they got in the um, trade deadline where there's Barrios who went to um, Toronto and, you know, all these other teams did moves. Uh, Philly, Philly's got Kyle Gibson from Texas who, who beat us um, like a half hour ago. And, you know, basically – um, Javi Baez is a very exciting player, but you know you 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 see, um, you know he could one day he could be the best player, you know, on the field, and another day he could just strike out five times in a game like he did on uh, Thursday night or Thursday afternoon, I should say. And how the Mets are playing right now, it's just disgusting. It, man, it. I'm not talking about, you know, the ground throwing a off-speed pitch in the dirt and you're swinging through it. Or he throws a 100-mile-per-hour fastball and you just swing and you, you didn't see the, the pitch and you just, you know, you're swinging because of the movement. The movement that the Mets are going down are, 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 is bad, man. They're taking a nosedive. This team is, is, is doing more of a, a tailspin than Baloo and the, the whole castle that – that cartoon did in the 90s, man. It's disgusting, man. I'm just, 
Damn, is that bad? To be honest with you, man, I am, like, I'm so PO'd. And I saw it coming. It's not like if I didn't see it coming in these past couple of days. Because every single day, we, I'm telling you, Matt, uh, let me explain to you, Max, because you're a Yankee fan. This is, this is a very foreign um, concept, I'm telling you. Normally, when you have the bases loaded, how do you feel, Mac, as a Yankee fan? Nobody out. How do you feel? Well, I bet I can score runs. Exactly. Well, but so with the Yankees how... playing with the Yankees' offense this year, I can't say that. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but you improve your offense with um, with Gallo and um, Rizzo. Yeah, that's know. true. That's true. Lately, yeah. Yeah, but let me tell you how I how it is in my mindset. Mets get someone on base, they walk. They get a single. They play station to station like an American League team. Then someone get hit by a pitch or a walk. So then I'm like, yeah, okay, we got the bases loaded, nobody out. And then afterwards, my mind, it's like, wait a minute. That's when they do the worst. When there's bases loaded, nobody out, that's when the Mets do the absolute worst because they press. You know what I'm saying? And when they, find, when they get hits with people in scoring position, they play station to station. They can't score. They can't right. score. They, 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 they don't want to get thrown out at the plate. So here's what happened. They get bases loaded, nobody out. They, they might even did it early in the first inning. I can't even remember because there's like all these games are blending into one. I'm pretty sure. If, if, I'm pretty sure they had, they had a moment like this earlier, it, it, probably in the first – was it the first or second inning? I can't even remember. But they've had so many games, so many games, man, that they have bases loaded, nobody out. What do they do? They 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 um they strike out, right? They strike out and then they hit into a double play, or they or they strike out the side on the Mets. Like it, you can't make this stuff up. They can't even you they can't even get a sacrifice fly. <laughs> they can't even get a sacrifice fly with the bases loaded, nobody out. The only time they get a ball that re, that would resemble a sacrifice fly is when it's for the third out. That's the only time they can hit the ball out of the infield. It's it's annoying, man. Torture. Watching the Mets play is absolute torture. And yet now the Braves and the Phillies are playing better now. I know, and they didn't do nothing to improve the bull, the pitching. They didn't they didn't do anything to improve the bullpen. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, I don't even know what to say right now, man. Because it, it, the, the pitchers can't even go seven. The, the pitchers can't even go. Five innings. I was almost going to say they can't go seven innings. The starting pitcher can't even go – the starting pitching, since the ground has been down, they can't go five innings because Walker, he, he's regressed. He, he's, he's been horrible. Stroman has been kind of a little shaky lately. And, you know, the only person who's been, like, really pitching well, really, that I could think of is, is Carrasco. But he's, like, on his second or third start. And they're not pushing him. They're not making him go at least – they're not even making him go five innings. Like, they're taking this guy out with two outs or one out away from, from for even qualifying for, for, for a potential win. Like, the other day, he was leading, like, 3 nothing or 3-1. They took him out with two outs, two outs before, before, the, um, before, you know, he could even qualify for a potential win. And I think that was the only game they won because they had to come back from behind. They had a 3 nothing lead. They blew that lead. And then that was the game when Bias hit the home run. That was, I think, Wednesday, Wednesday night. That's probably the only game they've won in this whole week. And they mm. were facing the Marlins. Like, come on. They lost three out of four to the, to the Marlins. 
This isn't the 97 Marlins. This isn't the 2003 Marlins that McCauley knows firsthand. Yeah, Jeter was there. You had Jeter too. This is not the same Marlins team. And that, that team was a pretender. Yeah, they made, the, they made it to the playoffs last year. But everybody except for the Mets made it to the playoffs last year with that stupid play-in thing that they had that the NBA is imitating. It's a joke. It's an absolute joke. That the Do they Mets have that this year? Um, yeah, I think they're going to have it this year. They're going to have it this year. Yeah, because the, the, they have two wild cards. They have two wild cards, and the Mets ain't going to get not even one of it. The, the Mets are not going to get none of the wild cards. The Mets are the wild card. They're not the wild card team, but you don't know what team you're getting. Like, this is not the same team that started off. They had the division for 90 days. 90 days, man. They're 90-day fiancé when you think about it. <laughs> they, you, you think you're going to get married with them, you go finally win the championship with this team, and then they let you down. Yeah. They take the green card, which is your hopes and dreams, and run away, win a raise. Like, this team <laughs> is a joke. This team is an utter joke, man. They did nothing to improve the, the starting pitching. Well, you know, the yeah, the pitching right now, you, you know, the Grom's going to be out until September. Yeah, and the mess of thing about that is that his, his uh, our, the, our hopes and dreams of him winning, winning the ERA title is, is not going to count. He'd have to throw, like, I heard, like, he had to throw, like, seven or eight complete games, complete game shutouts to for him to have for him to, uh, complete games for him to, to go nine innings. Mind you, not even the rain out, rain out the seven inning double headers. He'd have to pitch in like seven or eight, no hit. I mean, seven, seven or eight shutout games from now, from now until the season ends, for him to even get a shot to, for the ER to qualify for the ERA tie. He has the lowest ERA. His ERA is one one point eight, but unfortunately, because of all these injuries that sideline him, he can't. He's not going to be able to qualify. So his dreams of winning the ERA titles, up in smoke. His chances of winning a third signing award, up in smoke. His chance of being the first ever met to win an MVP, up in smoke. Our chances of winning a championship is up in smoke. Yes, yes, we're trailing by a, what, a, a, what, what is it, a half game. We came into this game leading by a half game, and now we're trailing by a half game because of the Mets' ineptitude. And people were saying, oh, Luis Rojas, man, give this guy, this guy should be the, the National League Manager of the Year. Have you seen these games? And I'm not saying it's all his fault. I'm not saying it's all his fault because the men, the men they have the bats, they have the, they have the gloves, they're the one that's supposed to feel the ball, hit the ball, and, and, and play the, the game that, they're so, that, that they love, they grew up playing. But some of his, his stuff is so predictable. We got to go to the bullpen like in the fifth inning, and that's what the pitcher is go- doing good. Every game seems like a bullpen game with this team. Everybody's pitching. He pitches familiar two innings. Familiar pitches good the first inning. He blow he blows he gives up a run or, or, or so in the second time he comes to the, the thing. Loop comes in one or two innings and Loop is is arguably the best reliever the Mets have this year so far. And they always use they always use them to get the the pitcher out of the the the, the, the get the two the one or two outs he you know to get out of the inning and they don't use them for a second inning whether if he throws one pitcher or not they just take them out. 
I get it. Yeah, he's he's supposed to be the specialist, but this but this guy could get lefties and righties out. I mean, he pitched he pitched for the Rays last year. You know yeah. what I'm saying? This guy this guy's battle tested in the postseason, and they're just shoehorning they shoot just shoehorning him in this role. I mean, it's just it's just an utter joke. Castro he's 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 now on the the, the IL, but he's shaky. I mean this this whole team, man. They just, I don't. What do you what do you have to say? I, I'm just gonna keep going on and on. You know, what, what what do you have to say? Well, I mean, yeah, like you know, as you mentioned, you know, the Mets they were leading this division, you know, for most of the season, for ninety half, days, more than half of the season. And now you know you got the Phillies playing better. You got the Braves coming on now, and you know, Mets they can't afford to lose any more ground. You know, because, I mean, the offense hasn't been – our offense is bad, hasn't bad all year, but the Mets offense not is not that good either. You know, when you think about it, your offense has just as, been as bad as the Yankee offense this season. Worse. But, but you know, um, oh, by the way, it looks like it's a foul ball. Sorry. Get excited there. <laughs> With the Yankee game. You thought but, someone uh, homered, right? Yeah, I thought someone homered. Sorry. But, uh, Wait yeah, for no. the next pitch. You'll get what you want. <laughs> Square alert. But, no, but I was going to say that, yeah, I mean, the, uh, the the Mets, I mean, right now, the offense has to get better. The pitching has to get better, especially with the Grom out. And Sin- is Syndergaard going to be back this year at all? Uh, I mean, they're expecting him to come back sometime. Uh Next month or or late this month, okay. I mean it, it's so this situ this pitching situation is so bad that Syndergaard might even come back before Degrom. Wow! Uh, you know how much? Game, oh, what are you gonna say? How much of a difference do you think Syndergaard will make if he does come back this year? Um, to be honest with you, I mean you can't expect that much from him because you know yeah. he's he missed the whole, he literally missed the whole year. Right. You know. You, you you know what I'm saying? You got away from you have to let him get his arm strength. He's he's like he you you're hoping that if he does pitch, he's gonna be in the same situation as Carrasco. You know the, these guys throw hard. You gotta like ease them in to the um to the rotation. Right. And by the time he comes back, the way how the Mets are playing, we're gonna be like five to ten games out of the, the division. What about? We should have been running away with this division already. Oh yeah. But no. But they they they're playing games. They're playing footsies with with, with with all these teams, and then they let them come back. What about Degrom? Do you think he'll be the same when he comes back? I mean, he can't get any more better. But unfortunately, <laughs> he's not gonna have nothing to he's not gonna have anything to yeah. show for it. Right. I don't right. know. I that's actually a lot for him to be the way how he's he's been. He nobody's been pitching the way how he's been pitching. The the only person. For the whole season, that pitch like how he similar to what he was doing was um was Bob Gibson, and now unfortunately because of these injuries creeping up on him, he's not gonna even have a chance to challenge for the um for the um you know the 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 ERA record. Yeah, that's messed up. It is. Yeah, he could have been the first MVP, but that's that that's a, that's out of the question now. Well, right now, you know, the Mets gotta they gotta get their acts together. You know, they haven't been playing they haven't been playing good baseball for over a month now. 
Yeah, they're like nine yeah. and probably nine and thirteen or nine and fourteen since the All Star break. Yeah, so they, you know, before this thing gets worse, you know, they got to get their acts together. Offense needs to start clicking, and the pitching definitely needs to hold up until you know they get their big guys back, especially Degrom back, which is their big guy. Mm-hmm. What about Stroman? How's he doing this year? He was pitching great before the first half, and now he's. He is he's fallen back to earth um, the, with these couple. Of, he he pitched today. I oh, mean, okay. how many ga- how many runs he gave up? He gave up what two runs? I mean, he didn't pitch that bad. He he, he um he pitched what five innings, gave up two runs. Um, yeah, he didn't pitch bad. But again, I think Rojas took him out. I don't know what his pitch count is to be honest with you, but I think Rojas took him out too early. I mean, you know what I'm saying? Like, these pitchers can't go six innings with, with this rotation. He just – he's itching to go to the bullpen all the time. Like, all the time he's going into the bullpen, and it's the same people pitching over and over again. And then he's going to wonder why these people are in the I.L. Because he keeps yeah, pitching. Yeah, he tired out those pitchers. They're, they're tired out the, the same people pitches over and over again. Luke. Yeah. Familiar. Always pitches two innings. Lugo. Um, Trevor May. Um, I'm trying to think. Drew Smith, Diaz, well, who, who's 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 on who's on a um a paternity leave. So congratulations to him, you know, um, on you know the birth of his 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 new child. Um, but um, I'm just at a loss for words. Like, yeah, no, I don't blame you. It's, it's just it's just messed up, man. Well, you know, hopefully they can get their act together, you know. But yeah, it's definitely concerning the way they're playing, and with, you know, these other teams starting to play better. You know, you, you want to be in uh you want to be in uh, October and then be in the wild card hunt. You know, you don't want to be in that position because that's a win or go home scenario right there. Mm-hmm. Well, well, they're they're not gonna they're not gonna if they don't win the the division they're 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 out of it because other the the West is gonna is gonna I know the West got, is loaded right now. Yeah, the West the West has a stranglehold on the on the wild card spot and not to mention the divisional spot. Yeah. And uh, you know, of course, they got Serger in the trade, um, you know, because Serger played the Mets and you know, and said he wanted to take his talents to L.A. with the Dodgers, just like Bauer. You know, and um, apparently Cole Hamels um, is close to signing with them too. If he hasn't signed already yet, over yeah. there too. So, Yankees just won the game with a walk-off hit by Gardner, the no aging surprise. veteran. No surprise there. I don't think Yankees. anybody anybody's surprised by this. Yankees have been, been watching, playing better. You know, especially if you've been watching this show since uh, or listening to this show since. Uh, <laughs> 2009, which, hmm, that year might, might have had some significance to to the Yankees <laughs> that year. I might be wrong. Well, Yankees, you know, they made the trades for Rizzo and you got Gallo, and they, they improved their offense. The offense has been playing much better since those trades. And the pitching, the pitching hasn't been that bad this year. It's been the offense that has been inconsistent. 
you know. But uh, right now they have Jared Cole. He's on the COVID uh, COVID nineteen list, mm-hmm. so he's going to be out for uh, you know a week, a week or so. Um, he'll but, get well soon. Yeah, but the pitching has been holding up. You know, it's the offense, and the offense has been playing really better. They've been playing better baseball. We scored what thirteen the other night uh, against um, which team was it? Um, was it the Rays or the White Sox? I forget which team. No, Orioles. Orioles, there you go, yeah. And then we scored 10 after that. And then last night we scored five. Tonight, you know, offense didn't do much, but, you know, we got a clutch hit by Gardner. Um, so they've been playing real better, real well. Offense is clicking right now, I think. Mm-hmm. And as they're playing better, right now they're climbing up in the standings. They're about – Five and a half games behind the Red Sox for first place, and they're about a game right now, or a half a game with this win in the wild card. So things are looking up for the Yankees. Things are looking up. Usual. Eleven well, games did, over five hundred. They did what they had to do in the 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 um trading deadline and get those big bats. And now, yeah, well, Brian Cashman had to, or else he's going to lose his job probably at yeah. the end of the season. Yeah, definitely. For sure. So, yeah, props to the Yankees. They got the, the walk-off win, and they got it thanks to um, the old veteran, uh, you know, Brett Gardner. Yeah. Um, a, lot of people, a lot of people saying Brett Gardner should retire. You? <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm one of those people that said that before the season. But, uh, you know, the nights like this, you know, you appreciate him, you know. He's a Yankee veteran right now on this team, and he brings a lot of leadership and experience. And, you know, we could use him, uh, you know, if, especially if we go to a postseason, you know. Uh-huh. Definitely be that guiding light for us. Especially, you know, he has a World Series ring from that 0-9 team, so. Mhm. We'll definitely bring that experience. Yeah, and speaking of uh, teams with um, postseason experience, you know, um, shifting gears to the New York Knicks. Um, you know, the Knicks uh, they they um, they finally made it to the playoffs for the first time in what seven or eight years. And um, you know, Randall, Randall, you know, he led the way. Um, to make it possible for, you know, the Knicks to make it to the playoffs, you know. Um, unfortunately, we all know what happened in the, the playoffs against the Hawks, you know. Um, but congratulations to Randall. You know, he got the four-year extension. Um, you know, he um, he made the smart decision, uh, you know, taking the guaranteed money, you know, instead of, gambling on himself in this regular season, who knows, God forbid, he could have got hurt and, you know, missed out and then try to, you know, get a $200 million extension like, uh, you know, um, what's his name? Uh, Steph Curry did with the, with the Warriors, you know, um, Steph Curry became the first man in, in history, NBA history to sign two $200 million um, extensions you know, in his career. Um, so congrats to him. But on the Knicks side, um, 
you know, he made the right decision. He, you know, he's getting rewarded for his, um, for his play in the regular season. And now, you know, the Knicks, you know, they made, they, you know, they made some moves, you know, they most, they mostly um, brought the band back together. You know, they re-signed Noel, re-signed Alex Burke. Um, They re-signed Derrick Rose, uh, re-signed Taj Gibson. So they basically, to be honest with you, they re-signed everybody I really wanted them to re-sign. You know what I'm saying? Obviously, you know, um, Reggie Bullock, you know, he, he, he was, you know, that tough defender um, on the team. He'll, he'll be definitely missed. I think he signed with uh, Mavs. Um, but they, they upgraded um, signing uh, Evan Fournier, you know, a guy who, um, who was doing, you know, well in the, um, the, uh, the Olympics with the, um, with the French team. And, of course, you know, he, um, he got traded to um, the Celtics. And now – you know he um which to me he was a good he was a good signing you know he was a potential all-star you know and then to cap off um the Knicks um you know free agency and their offseason they signed Kemba Walker you know um Fournier's teammate with the Celtics this past year so i mean i think it's a it's a great Great signing, you know, Kemba Walker, obviously, you know, been a star in New York City, uh, you know, played for UConn, um, and, um, you know, he's always been a clutch player, and he's one of the the best opponents who score well at MSG. I think he averaged, like, what, 21 points a game at MSG. Only Kyrie and um, I forgot who the other person I noticed who um, scores uh, more at MSG as a, as a current player. Um, but, you know, it's a good, it's a good move. You know, Kim Walker, he's a, a clutch dude. Um, he, yes, he battled a knee injury, you know, this past year. So, you know, you didn't have a Kim Walker-esque type year, but, you know, I love this. I love the, I love the, um, Kim Walker's signing is, it really, um, I think it really catapulted um, the team. Am I saying they're a championship caliber team? Nah, I'm not. I'm not. Um, you know, um, be, I'm not delusional. You know what I'm saying? But I think they they improved. They 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 should definitely get out of the, the first round if they do make it to the playoffs, which I think they will again. Um, but yeah, with this team, you got some guys who could score. You got Julius Randle. Who, who you expect to um, to have a similar year, um, like he did like, um, this past season? You got R.J. Barrett, who's developing, you know, into a young talent, a potential All Star. Um, you know, you you got um, Derrick Rose, a, a veteran, former MVP in the league with the Bulls, and then you got Fournier, you know, who's a um, sharpshooter. And, but, you know, a potential, you know, all-star maybe this year. Who knows? So you got, you got like, you got a bunch of guys who could potentially score 20 points a night, you know? And I think it's a, I think it's a good move, you know? And then not to mention you got the, the young guys on the bench quick. Um, you got Grimes, Sims. You got the, um, um, 
what's his name again? Um, Vildoza, I think, is the, the, the point guard that they signed um, uh, last year. Yeah, because, you know, they got, some, they got some young guys, you know, on the team. And then you got Knox who's trying to redeem himself. I know, yeah, Obi Toppin right there too, yeah, on the bench too. So they got they got a nice blend of um, gritty, um, you know, bench players and um, and some you know veterans. So yeah, I, I like the moves that they did. They didn't do anything like, oh my God, you know, this is this is a, a championship caliber team or. You know, this is the final piece, but I like I like the building blocks they did. You know, they truly they they brought the band back together with the right pieces of people. You know, they didn't bring back um what's his name again? Peyton or Nilakina or anybody, you know, anybody like that who um you know who who have a better chance of doing el- better elsewhere. They they brought back the right players, um you know, fan favorite players um, off the bench. So, you know, props to the Knicks. What's your thoughts, Mac? Hey, I, I thought uh, the Kevin signing was a good signing, uh, you know, because there weren't any other top point guards available. So uh, signing him was a no-brainer. And we got him for cheap also, what, $8 million a year, right? So that's, that, that, to me, that's that's a bargain. Yeah, you can't beat that. You can't be that. Yeah, and if he can play just as well as he did when you know in Charlotte, then you know the Knicks the, the Knicks stole him pretty much off the market. So um I'm just hoping that he plays well for us and you know gives Derek Rose some relief. You know, I mean obviously he's gonna be the starting point guard, uh, you know, over Rose. I I would assume so. But uh, you know, we'll see. But you know, again if he gives us you know, close to what he close to the production um, of his uh, Charlotte days, and I think you know it's a win-win for the Knicks. And as far as the other signings, I mean, Fournay, I think he's going to be a good player for us. I mean, we're going to miss the defense of Bullock, but mm-hmm. Fournay, he's a good shooter. Um, his defense is not that bad, but again, it's, it's not as good as you know what Reggie Bullock gave us this past season. So you know, we'll see. Because uh, Thibodeau has, you know, he has a knack for getting the best players to, you know, play better defense. So hopefully, you know, he'll do the same with Fournay. Um, yeah, man, I, I, I think they were good, uh, good signings in the and uh, the trades. Um, you know, I wish we could have got a big man. I mean, I know Demarcus Cousins is still out there, so maybe they could go after him. But I don't know if we have enough money. To, to sign them. You know, I don't know how much uh, cash space the Knicks have right now. Oh, well, yeah. We, we Technically, we could. We could sign them to, uh, like, a veteran a minimum. Exception. Oh, okay. Other than, okay. That we're, other than that, we're out of space, but we do have, like, a veteran minimum exception that we could sign somebody. So he, he wouldn't be out of the question, but the question is, would he want to come here? Because, right, you know, right. everybody want to come where – Everybody want to go where, you know, LeBron and Durant is. And probably now with Giannis winning a title, they're going to want to go over to where he's at too. So, Right. We uh, Did we trade for Fournier or we signed them? We traded for Fournier, right? Uh, no, I think we signed them. 
Oh, he signed him. Oh, okay. As a free agent. Okay, okay. So we didn't trade any. We didn't do any trades then. Um, this no. we did a trade. No, I think the only trade we did was you know in the um you know the the draft. The draft. Yeah. Other yeah. than that, yeah, all of these are signing. Okay. Tim Walker, he was surprisingly released by um the Hornets, you know, because they drafted a lot of point guards. You know, they had a bunch of point guards, so they felt he was expandable. I see. And you got Derrick Rose, you know, I think uh smart to resign Derrick Rose, you know, have him come off the bench again. You know, you saw what he did last season, you know, showing uh that he still has it. Mm-hmm. He still got it. You know? <laughs> yep. So uh I like the deals. I like the deals, you know. But uh mm-hmm. hey, if we could get a big man like the Marcus Cousins, I think that would be even better. That helped us tremendously. Yeah, I definitely agree. Question is, does, does, would he want to come here? That's the question. Bring that toughness, you know, to the Knicks, that greediness, you know? Yeah. You're a guy that I wish we could have kept. I wish we could have kept Marcus Morris. Wish we could have kept him. Yeah, we traded him, like, what, like a couple of years ago? Yeah, I mean, like he's got that toughness, and he could score as well. And he actually wanted to come back to the Knicks. Well, he actually wanted to stay with us. Yeah. Yeah, he did publicly say that he wanted to be with us, and then we traded him. Yeah, typical Knicks. Hmm. Yeah, they. I mean, they might even trade Mitch. Because I've, I've heard Mitch's name in trades. Well, Mitch, yeah. he has to stay healthy, man, because... I'm, t- I, you know, I'm not gonna put up with him being injured for another season again. Well, this is last season. This is this is the last year of his rookie contract. He's gonna be a, a free agent if we don't, uh, you know, if we don't um, extend him. Well, if he if he doesn't stay healthy, I say go after another big man. If he can't stay healthy, I mean, cause this is gonna this is a sign that you know he might be injured throughout his whole career. Yeah. Kind of like Marcus Cammy. Remember Marcus Cammy was like that. Injury oh, yeah. prone. You know, couldn't stay on the court. Then as soon yeah. as he leaves the Knicks, plays play he plays healthy with the with the Nuggets. Uh-huh. So I don't know. We'll see what happens with Mitchell Robinson. Yeah, man, it's because of Marcus Camby. I found out about the the word uh plantar fasciitis. I didn't even know that existed. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, for real. Like, I never even knew that word existed until he had it, like, when he was with the Knicks. <laughs> had you ever heard of that word before that? Uh, I, 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 I've heard of it before. Mm-hmm. You know, I've heard a lot of injuries. But it does sound like uh, something you get, like, at a Korean restaurant. Yeah, like a place. <laughs> yeah. That's exactly what I was thinking myself, too. I was about to say something like that. <laughs> <laughs> Some fried plantar fasciitis. <laughs> Shoot, <laughs> man. But um, yeah. I mean, we're in agreement, man. You know, we love the Nick moves. Um, you know, they're moving in the right direction. And um, you know, let's go Knicks. 
And, um, you know, then on the other side of, uh, you know, of the city, you got the Nets, you know, they, they, uh, they, um, you know, the Nets and Kevin Durant agreed to four year, $198 million extension. And, uh, <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, I agree with you. I mean, you know, I, me personally, I don't care, you know, but, you know, I heard there's some people who, who had dreams that he was going to come to the Knicks, you know, after he just, all he does, every time he talks about the Knicks, he's always talking trash about the Knicks. Like, like, I don't know what dream, dream world there, people are thinking that he's coming here. I mean, he, he, he dissed us. Like, he's been dissing us for years. Yeah. Like, We've been then the organization has been kissing his fanny, building a billboard for him, you know, outside the, you know, Madison Square Garden, and he's like he don't care about stuff like that. He literally said that on, you know, like before he even signed before his free agency, you know, that 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 year when he was um with the Warriors before he um, yeah, that was the same year he got injured. He ultimately got injured and then he signed with the Nets. But um, yeah. So, and then afterwards, he, to add salt to, to 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 the injuries, dude has the audacity to say that the Knicks he didn't sign with the Knicks because the Knicks aren't cool. Well, dude, if a superstar player like you would have came to the Knicks, then yeah, everybody would have jumped on the Knicks bandwagon. Yeah, exactly. So apparently, he didn't think he was cool enough to play for the Knicks. Yeah, it goes both ways because if he thought he had enough star power, and you know coolness appeal he could have he could have single-handedly made the knicks cool again but i guess you know that that you know i guess that was too much of a a a task for him so instead of making the knicks cool again now he's just a knicks nemesis and a hooligan (laughs) (laughs) so good luck to him and the and the nets you know hopefully we'll knock them off eventually and we'll see what happens you know Kevin Durant uh the US the USA men's basketball team they're going to the finals yeah and but i think ready to win that gold medal for the US yep i was going to say um do you know who the? Do you know who's the the? the do you know what um, American player? You know basketball player has the most uh, medals. The most medals. Mm-hmm. Wow. In U.S. basketball history. In U.S. basketball history, in the Olympics, um, mm-hmm. probably probably Kevin Durant. He's been on this team. He's been. He was on the, I think he's been on three, three USA teams. Obviously, Kevin Durant. Uh, no, it's not Kevin Durant, but that's not a bad guess. Let me. Oh, this is uh, a current player. Yes, he's a current player as well. Just like, uh, just like um, the Durant. most medals. Carmelo Anthony. You got it. He has three gold medals. And a fourth one, you know, a fourth um, was it a, a bronze? I think when they had really? that um, when they had oh. that um, that team, 
that we when, when our streak got snapped. Oh yeah. And then yeah. The, the following Olympics, we had they had the redeem team in uh, well, oh, oh, eight, oh, eight. Right, right. Wow, I didn't even know he, he played on the played on the USA men's basketball team that that many times. Yeah. Yeah, he was on. Uh, yeah, from oh four to to twenty sixteen, he's he's been in the Olympics. Wow. What, what about KD? KD, this might be his third or fourth. What is it? Uh, let's see. Where is? Because he's been on 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 a few before this one. Uh, he's been in two. Really? No, no wait, so this is no, the third. No, no, no. This would be the third because yeah, yeah. right. Yeah, exactly. This would be the third because they, we don't know. He's still playing right now, so we don't know what, what medal he's going to end up with. So, yeah. So, yeah, at the it, very minimum, he's going to end up with silver because um, he's playing in the finals. The, didn't they just say he passed Carmelo in the all-time USA scoring list or something? Or probably. Probably right about that. Maybe but yeah. something like that. Yeah, I think you're right. I think I did hear something like that. Um, yeah, so Durant Durant is on his way to getting a third medal. He has two gold, and he's trying to win a third, third consecutive one. So if he wins that, who do you think? Um, who do you think Durant would tie? Carmelo. No, no, I'm saying, no, he he would have three, so he would be second. All time. Right, but he has three gold medals. Carmelo has three gold medals as well, right? Uh, well, yes, but metal has four medals all together. But yeah, oh, you talking about t- total medals? Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. But yes, you're right. He would he would tie he would tie Melo with three gold medals. So yeah, you are right with that. Well, three three medals. I mean, he'd probably tie a lot of players who have three three total medals. Mm-hmm. I would think. Right, probably LeBron. Correct. Uh, one more, actually. One more. Well, actually, you, you're right. He would tie LeBron with three gold medals. Yeah, he would. He would only. He would tie LeBron with three gold medals overall. You are. You are correct with that. Okay. And there's one more. You said. No, I mean. No, I mean you're right. I mean, I'm t- total Melo. He would have. <laughs> okay, yeah, it's confusing because he would tie Melo with uh-huh. three, with um being what the the only three gold medalists. Right. So with he would three tie- total medals. He would tie LeBron. Um. Wait. Okay. LeBron has three medals. Uh-huh. Three total medals: two gold, right. one bronze. Right. Right. Mello Mello altogether has four total medals. He has three gold and one bronze. Right. And then one more other person has two gold medals and one bronze. Okay. So the so you're asking the the other player who you tied for total three medals. Yes. If, if KD wins. Charles Correct. Barkley? Uh, not a bad guess. Barkley has two gold medals. Uh, is it Michael Jordan? Not a bad guess as well. Same as Barkley. Two mm. gold medals. Who, who's who's played three? Wow, let me think. Who's played three? 
you know, she she accepted was she accepted Sasha Banks's challenge. She's gonna go down the the SummerSlam match, the WrestleMania rematch. You know, is gonna go down. And um, yeah, I'm trying to think what else happened. Oh, on Raw, uh, Goldberg speared MVP. Oh yeah. You know, when, when MVP was um, talking trash to Goldberg's real life son, it was all grown up now. Not his, not his boy's gonna be a WWE superstar. I know, it's like Rey Mysterio's son. Yeah, yeah, him and Rey Mysterio's son can form a tag team. <laughs> and Nicholas, too. Yep. <laughs> unfortunately, Bart Showman is, you know, gone, so he can form a, they can form a faction. Yeah. If WWE don't release them, you know, by that time. <laughs> Shoot. I'm trying to think what else happened. Lily got beat up. Lily, Lily, and um, and um, Alexa Bliss got beat up, um, by uh, Eva Marie and Dewdrop, and um, the most stupidest, weirdest thing happened after um, you know, Alexa Bliss and Lily got jumped at the you know on the playground. <laughs> they they showed us. I don't know if you saw this part. <laughs> they showed Lily like stand up. They did like they did like some special effects to make Lily look like she st- stood up. <laughs> did you see the part I'm talking about? I saw that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what was your thoughts when you saw it? Like this is like some Chucky kind of stuff. Don't be tired. Like Vince McMahon was like, "Wow, look at me! I look like a genius. Look at this dog. Look at this, this dog standing up. Oh yeah, pal. You know." And it's like, like well, this is like such a cheap parlor trick. Like, what the heck? <laughs> it made it stand up. Like, what the heck? <laughs> it was supposed to be scary, but it was hilarious. I, I was laughing when I saw that. Oh, oh man. And, and speaking of which, WWE, man. Um, oh, yeah. Um, Alyssa Bliss, she paid a, tri- a subtle tribute to um, Bray Wyatt, you know, doing that, that hand, you know, that, like, cover, like that, you know, like that. Um, yeah. That Thanks, covering the. The ears, yeah, and then you could see the glove, the the um, pain and what's up? Um, what, what did he used to write on his stuff? Um, um, heal, hurt, heal, but hers is like play and maybe pain or something. I don't. So yeah, she had like a little a subtle tribute to him there, okay. and you know she did write that you know he was the funnest person she worked worked with. Um, you know through her tenure in WWE. Um, trying to think what else what else happened in WWE. Who did Bobby Lashley fight? Did he fight again? Uh... Oh, did, was, was that when you fought her business or was that last week? Maybe that was last week when he fought her business. I think that was last week. Yeah, yeah. This this week I'm just thinking of his, you know, that little tussle Goldberg, but he didn't get to do anything with Goldberg. Yeah, I can't remember him doing anything. Oh yeah, back to the Olympics. Um, congratulations to um Gable Stevenson winning gold um in the men's 
um, you know, the men's, um, you know, wrestling. Yeah, Amateur wrestling. That. But, yeah, another even uh, another person who stole the show um, in the Olympics was, um, uh, I'm trying to remember her, her name. Um, who are you talking about? Oh, yeah, Tam- Tamira Mensa Stock. You know, yeah, when I saw she won the Olympics, she became like, the, what, the, I think the first black woman to win the Olympics, the Olympic gold in wrestling. And, yeah, she was, oh, yeah, you I know. Saw that. Yeah, I saw that, too. Yeah, she was very, you know, um, cheerful and bubbly and saying, you know, she, she, you know, she's proud to represent America and, you know, and I was like, yeah, she she'd be like a female Kurt Angle, like she would. Her gimmick was—I mean, that's basically what what Nikki what Nikki um, I was gonna say Nikki Cross, but now she's Nikki A S H, almost a superhero, you know. That's that would basically be the same gimmick, you know. Like, and, and then sure enough, someone asked her if she would want to do that, and she said, yeah, she would love to compete in WWE. I mean, yeah, I mean. WWE would be dumb if they don't they don't swoop her up. Yeah, she'd she'd be great, you know, in WWE. Um, and uh, props to Simone Biles. You know, she, you know, she overcame her fear of um, you know, doing the twisties and and um, you know, competed in that um, what was the the um, you know, one of the the events in the gymnastics. Uh, you know, she won. She won a, a bronze, but she said that she was more pr- proud of that um, bronze medal than than all the gold that she's won in her um, her career thus far. Not to mention, you know, her overcoming, you know, her um, her fear that she had, and then and then uh, and then she apparently um, uh, revealed that she lost her aunt recently too. So, you know, you never know what people are going through. Yeah, you know, sure. So you know, kudos to her. You know, overcoming her tragedy and her fear to um, at least compete in the 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 last event and you know go away with with go with you know with a medal. So yeah, props to you know all the people representing America and doing proud. Oh yeah, there was a. Um, yeah, there was another story in the Olympics. There was um, there was a guy in the Olympics. He um, he he accidentally got tripped by um, while while he was running, he he got tripped by somebody somebody else. I think the other person was from Nigeria. I can't remember what what place, but yeah, he fell down. And then you know they both picked each other up and they ran the race together. You know, even though the race was over, so. Yeah, the guy, the guy who lost, the American was saying like, his. I think he said his mother told him that you know, that you know you got just you know like when you have a situation like that you know just to keep going. Paraphrase what he's saying. So, props to him. You know, um, you know, um, go, running through, running the race even though the race was over. You know. Um. Yeah, and there was even another event. Um, I think it might have been a U.S. a U.S. Um, person, an Italian guy. They they were they were competing in an event, and uh, it might have been pole vault. Can't remember. 
And, um, you know, they basically agreed that they both would, um, you know, share the gold. So, you know, props to, props to them. You know, you, you know, you love stories like that, you know, um, yeah, props. with, Congrats. you know, good sportsmanship and just, you know, doing the best you can. Yeah. And, uh, you know, props to all the winners. Um, you know, shifting gears uh, to NXT, and I guess this is WWE-related. Um, yeah, WWE, man, they, they, they dropped the ball on Adam Cole. Adam Cole, man, he he, he was like the, the, the top villain in, um, in NXT when he was the leader of the um, Undisputed Era faction. And, um, yeah, man, they must, they, they thought they, they had this guy signed for, like, years, like, maybe even until, like, 2024, but someone in WWE dropped the ball because this guy, is, Adam Cole's um, contract, he ended, it ended, like, I think around Money in the Bank, but he agreed to, um, to stay on until SummerSlam. So... But apparently his contract expired without WWE keeping track of when his contract was going to expire. So how does that happen? I know. It's just ridiculous. And, yeah, that's what happened, I think, to Aleister Black. They they um, they thought he had – they thought Aleister Black had a, um, a 90-day um, non-compete clause because that's what WWE gives them. But somehow someone didn't switch his contract from an NXT um, compete clause, which is a 30-day complete clause, non-complete clause, as opposed to the WWE 90-day complete clause. And that's why Aleister Black, now known as Malachi Black, um, he's in um, um, AEW so quickly. So now WWE looks like they're scrambling to try to, Resigned Adam Cole, but Adam Cole, you know, they destroyed um, the Undisputed Era, you know, so there's no, if you look at storyline-wise, there's no point of him staying in WWE or even in NXT because look how they're treating Karrion Cross over there. Oh, yeah, Karrion Cross, he lost to um, Keith Lee with the Spirit Bomb, you know, um, this, this Monday Night Raw. After last week, he he finally got his first WWE win by beating Keith Lee because you know WWE they have the same people bowing forth over and over again, and you know those guys both had a a you know a big rivalry in NXT. Keith Lee's um you know reign in NXT ended um, as a result of Karrion uh, Cross defeating him. And then Karrion Cross had to re- re- relinquish the title because he had an injury, which he fought back to, get to um, you know, months later and regained the, you know, became healthy and regained the title back. And then, you know, now he's called up. And, you know, they took away Scarlett, who, you know, who's his real-life girlfriend and, you know, his, you know, manager in the ring. And, um you can see the presentation is not the same way how it was in NXT. NXT, you know, there, there was a presentation, there was an aura to his entrance. 
And the way how WWE is booking him, you know, it's it's making the NXT talent, you know, jump ship to to AEW, just like the current talent. Like, wow! So AEW has a chance to sign him. Yeah, AEW, and they have his girlfriend, um, Doctor Britt Baker, DMD, right now. She's the current women's champion, and he has some friends from, um, you know, from AEW. Um, you know, who were in the Bullet Club, you know, the um, the Young Bucks, you know, Kenny Omega, those those people over there that he that he has history with over there um, from AEW prior to, you know, their Ring of Honor days. So, um, yeah, WWE is dropping the ball. I mean, they have Rick, when you have Ric Flair, woo, you know, asking for a release, you know, WWE. I didn't even know Ric Flair was still with WWE. <laughs> for real. That's my point right there. You got people who've been loyal with WWE for 20-something years leaving WWE. You know, um, the big show. Mark Henry. Chris Jericho prior to that. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, you got you got these people leaving. People that you never thought in a million years would leave WWE. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And they left. They left, man. It's like WWE needs to get the act together. This man needs to get his act together. You release him Bray Wyatt. You release Rusev, who's not a current TNT champion. Um, yeah, man. Like they need to get their act together, man. Like uh, yeah, and and when you go to a switch into AEW. Malachi Black, he he destroyed Cody Rhodes so badly that Cody Rhodes was about to retire in the ring. Took off his <laughs> boots. No, I'm serious. Like, he literally took off his boots. He gave him a speech, like a five-minute speech. Took off his, he took off one of his boots. He was about to take off the other boot. And then um, Malachi Black hits him with, with a crutch, you know, and, you know, after that butt-whooping he gave him. So... You know, it looks like Cody Rhodes was going to retire, but now, now, now there's a feud that looks like it's going to happen. Wow! Between the two of them, uh, I'm trying to think what else happened on AEW. Um, yeah, they jumped. They jumped Kenny Omega. I mean, no, Kenny Omega and the uh, Elite. They they jumped. Um, what's his name? Um, Hangman Adam Page, I should say. Um, what else? What else happened in AEW? Oh yes, Jericho, he defeated um uh Hoovertude Guerrero. You know, a dude, you know, from you know W WCW and, and WWE. You know, he um Jericho defeated him with the um with an aerial Judas um. Judas, um, what, what's it? Judas effect um, for the victory. So Jericho, Jericho has won the first three labors of Jericho, and after he defeated Juventud Guerrera, uh, Wardlow um, from behind attacked him, and then MJF announced that um, you know Wardlow is is the fourth opponent that Jericho has to face. In a row, in order to face, in order to have the opportunity to defeat MJF, because every week 
if Jericho goes on a winning streak, which Jericho has, he's, he's won the, the first three matches. Now he's going to face um, Wardlow, um, you know, with uh, MJF in ringside. I think MJF is even going to be the referee, if I'm not mistaken, or against, definitely against Jericho to even have the opportunity to face uh, MJF. Um, let's see what else. Can't think of anything else major that happened in AW. I know. Oh yeah. Um, I know. Um, what's his name again? Darby Allen. Um, Dean Ambrose and Kingston. They they um they won the match against uh, guys guys who 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 were formerly known as Everrise. In NXT after they recently got released, um, but yeah, um, oh yes, what what else happened? Doctor Britt Baker, she's gonna face Red Velvet uh, with the title on the line, you know, in the upcoming match. But um, yeah, back to NXT. Um, yeah, like I like I told you a few minutes ago. There's no reason for Adam Cole to go back because you know they just keep cutting people, and now it just now they just announced today the NXT cut twelve people. Oh, twelve wow. people today. Well, apparently it happened on Friday. Oh yeah, today is Friday. <laughs> well now, well now it's twelve o'clock um, Eastern Eastern uh, Standard Time, so now it's technically yesterday. So yeah, here's the people who they cut. Bronson Reed, who just recently, just a few weeks ago, was the NXT um, North North American champion. Bobby Fish, who was part of Adam Cole's um, Undisputed Era, he's gone. Mercedes Martinez, you know, um, a a tough female wrestler who um, she was briefly part of um, the Retribution. Uh, um, faction before she decided to her and uh, I think Mia Yim decided to leave the group or at least she no I think she left the group she left the group well I think both of them did leave the group but but Mercedes Martinez saw the writing on the wall and she left she left the group um, Leon Ruff who won the, who who liked Bronson Reed won the um, NXT um, North American Championship. Um, it was, I think, earlier this year or last year. I can't even remember. Yeah, probably was earlier this year. Tyler Rust, who, you know, they've been hyping him up. Um, Jake Athlis, um, Ari Sterling, I don't know who that is. Kona Reeves, not sure who that is. And then they have Zachariah Smith, Asher Hale, Giant Zengir, and um, Stephen Smith. So yeah, they cut they cut um twelve people. And the surprising names um were were definitely Bronson Reed and Bobby Fish for sure. And yeah, even Mercedes Martinez, I mean, they've been promoting those those people. Yeah, I guess it shows you that um yeah, Vince McMahon doesn't value NXT like um 
Triple H does. Yeah, you gotta do shake your head, man. Oh yeah, and uh, another thing about the um, Raw was yeah that was the first first episode without without um, Bray. So the fans were were just basically chanting, "We want Bray and CM Punk chants the whole night." And WWE tried to um, you know um, block out the sounds and and they put fake crowd reaction to the point that apparently they had Michael Cole talk about John Cena when John Cena was even in the arena and Michael Cole wasn't even in the arena <laughs> that day either. So that's apparently what I heard, what I heard people said they heard. So it's WWE, man. Crazy. So, yeah, that that's it. That's it in the world of sports and entertainment. You have anything you'd like to say before we uh, head out? Uh, no, uh, everyone have a safe uh, Friday night. If you're on the West Coast, Saturday. Uh, well, check out my show, uh, IMAC, coming up here shortly. Uh, check your local listings for that and come back here and check out Sports Urban Legend every Saturdays at 11, only on Box Up Radio. Yeah, you heard the man. Um, yeah, normally we do this show Saturday night at 11. Uh, but I was, uh, you know, I'm not able to do it. Uh, I wasn't able to do it tomorrow. So decided to hop on and hang out with you guys and and uh, do it this special episode. So, yes, yeah, so, um, you know, check out Mac's show. I'm Mac. Check out my YouTube channel, Sports Revelation TV. And um, check out um, check out this show, Sports Urban Legend, every Saturday at 11. So he's Macaulay Matthew. I'm Wayne Ramo. And I'll see you guys next time. Peace. That's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Over and by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.